0: What's up, ball Nation? It's Brandon Marcus from the Hoopball Clippers podcast. We're chatting about an exciting time in Clipperland with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George looking to lead the team to an NBA title. Tune in to hear guests ranging from TV voice Brian Seaman and radio voice Noah Eagle to various beat writers and team bloggers. Follow the podcast on Twitter, at Hoopball Clips, and follow me, at BDMarcus. Looking forward to having you tune in. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Good morning, Hoop Ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Ball DFS Today. I'm your host, Santino Cocon. And I'm joined here on S- September 5th uh, doing another DFS podcast for you guys. I said joined here, but I'm running a solo one for you tonight. Uh, it's going to be a pretty good one. Uh, we probably f- we'll go fairly quickly. We only have the two games going on uh, as as we have these last so on days. Uh, but yeah, uh, good NBA news going. We just saw the Bucks go down three to nothing in that series. Uh, I know the game two ended in. Very big controversy, but uh, Game Three left no doubt uh, who has been the better team this series. Um, we're watching LA and Houston battle it out. Uh, the the uh, Raptors pulled on a out a game winner last one, and the Clippers uh, dismantled the Nuggets on short rest as well. Uh, but let's get let's get right into this slate. Now we have a two game slate as I mentioned. Uh, Raptors versus the Celtics. This game is at. 6:30 PM Eastern Time, and then we have the Nuggets Clippers on later at 9 PM Eastern Time. And let's start with this first one. Uh, the spread in this one is a pickem, a negative 110 pickem. There is no money line because it is a pickem. The over/under is 214 in a uh, just 214, not 214 and a half. Uh, but this is going to be an exciting one if the Celtics win this one and go up 3-1. It's going to be very tough for the Raptors to come back, but they are coming off their championship, so anything is possible. Um, But as far as the Raptors, we still have McCaw and Brissett out, and the Celtics have Green, Hayward, Poirier, and Waters. um, Or The first three are out, and Waters is questionable. No big names there uh, except for Gordon Hayward, and we already knew he was out. Let's get right into this. Uh, we'll go. We'll start with the tech, "quote unquote" away team in the Raptors. Uh, so Pascal Siakam is the highest-paid player, with Lowry and Van Vliet right on his uh, right on his heels. For me, though, I'm not going to go with Siakam. I've been faded in this series. It's just a tough matchup for him. He did in Game Two. He did provide 44 points. It's not much. If I'm paying nearly eight on a two-game slate. I would like a little more upside in this, and, and, and in his five games against the Celtics that he's played, he's averaging 31.8 fantasy points, not even 5x value for his price on average. then um, in the three games that he's played in the playoffs, 22, 44, 31, uh, they, he just hasn't been there lately. Uh, his, his scoring, his shot's not great. Uh, he's 12, 17 of... 45 from this, uh, 47 in the series. So he's not shooting great. Uh, He's only made two of, um, 11 threes. I'm just going to fade him again. Uh, I'd I'd much rather have a Lowry or Van Vliet in this matchup. And I said that both of those guys for me are in play. I'm going to lean a little bit towards Lowry. He's had the advantage the last two games. Um, and he's pretty much Almost brought in back duck. Yeah, he's pretty close to five x value on all three games. Uh, same with Van Vliet. he's almost at forty points on average. Uh, so they're both being pretty well. I'm going to give the slight edge to Lowry, but the Van Vliet shooting guard eligibility uh, is something to think about as well. If you if you like other guards in this, and there are quite a few guards, um, but those two are guys, the main guys on this team that I'm going to be looking at. And again, I'm I we saw OG hit that game winner, which was. A nice game winner. He was wide open in the back corner. Uh, They just left him there. They let him shoot it, and he he made him pay. It was a nice half-court or cross-court pass on the outlet or on the inbounds pass, and he hit it. He knocked it down, and that was such a huge three uh, with a half a second remaining, a catch-and-shoot type play. Uh, But I like OG in this again. He's creeping up to 5,600 now. He He started this series in the 4K range, he started the playoffs in the in the three. He was three nine against Brooklyn um, in that first game, which is all the way back back in, in what the seventeenth. But um, he's been playing well lately. He's brought back twenty four, thirty two, and thirty eight the last three games. Five six is a little higher than you'd want. He just touches, or he's getting close to Ibaka price, but he's bringing back the value. And if if you like that, I don't mind paying him there. Um, if he he's not a bad play. And the other two guys, if you're looking at them are the two centers, in Ibaka and Gasol. Uh this one's a little tricky. Obviously, I I do like Ibaka more. I think Gasol is just a solid veteran. Uh he could bring back 20 points like he did last game, but uh it's not he the, his minutes, both of these guys minutes aren't going to explode. Uh, neither of them are playing 30 minutes. They're in a Pretty similar timeshare. Uh, we saw Marcus All take the advantage of that timeshare last game and get the higher end of that timeshare. But again, they're both going to still stick to this similar timeshare. Uh, so I don't mind looking at either. I do give Ibaka the edge. I think last game was just an an outlier. Uh, he only scored two points. He had four rebounds, two assists, two blocks, a steal. He wound up putting up fifteen points, which is not good for in, in your DFS lineup. Uh, but the games before that, he had twenty eight. And, and 35, uh, so he he has pretty much, he's, he's getting close to his value there, uh, so that's what I think he's going to creep back up to again, but Marcus Gasol really isn't cl- off, too far off of 5x value in his three games either, he has uh, 19, 17, 22, the upside is just not there with him that you have with Ibaka, but if you're going for a safe, cheap play, and you're not looking for a high upside play, you just want something, something stable, and and you make your money work, then I look more Gasol's way. It's it's just nothing – you can't really expect more than 25 points out of him. Anything more than that is a huge bonus. I just don't see it, uh, especially I don't think he's going to play 27 again. I think he's going to go back to the, the 21 range and Ibaka gets the extra minutes. Um, but for this team, I'm not really looking for anyone else. They are pretty deep, but in the playoffs, rotations tighten up, and they're trying to – they need this game. They can't go down 3-1. They just survived to get this to 2-1. They can't go down 3-1. Uh, and then the Cel- if the Celtics take this one, they're going to be riding hot. Uh, and we'll see how the Celtics respond. And great segue to get right into the Celtics. Uh, they lost on a game winner. They've been playing great lately. They swept the Sixers. Uh, and they were almost going to go up 3-0 on the Raptors right now. But they did lose that game in, in the last shot, and now they are 6-1 uh, and one in the playoffs. I think they needed it. And, and for a basketball sense and a team that's trying to win a championship, you can't win every single game. They, they needed to see what a defeat looked like before they get into the next round, I believe. And losing like that is brutal, but uh, still it, it's the same thing as losing – in a blowout and, and we'll see how they respond. Cause if they responded big time and, and they take out the Raptors in game four, then, you know, this team is for real. And you know, that this team can bounce back from adversity like that. And, and every championship team needs to see a little bit of adversity in there, here and there to see if you, uh, what you're really made of. So that's what I'm interested to see with them. And uh, let's get right into who I like on them. Uh, the big guys in here are the usual big guys. We have, Jason Tatum at 93, Campbell Walker at 8,000, uh, and Jalen Brown at 76. I'll start with Walker. I know uh, about two weeks ago when we were in the Nets series and I watched him play that first game. I said, uh, "This is probably the last time you're going to see this guy under 7K." He was six, or not the Sixer series, or the sixer series. He was 66 and then 67 in the first two games. He looks spry. He looked good. He looked. Healthy, uh, healthier than he's been in a while, and it's shown. He's just gotten better and better with each and every game. Uh, last game, he put up 44 DK points. He scored 29 points. Um, he shot 9 of 15 from the field, 4 of 7 from 3. He only had 3 assists and 3 rebounds. Uh, he did have 3 steals, but that just shows there is more room for him. Having 3, I, the last 4 games, he's had 4, 10, 4, 3 assists. Uh, so, this is it's kind of getting closer to that lower range in assist, but he, he could still bring you back five, six, seven anytime. So, there is room for improvement there. Um, and at 8K, I don't mind looking at his way. I would rather look at him than a Siakam, I just said, for the same price. Uh, <clears throat> I If we're, we're comparing guards, I'd probably go Lowry, Canba, and then Van Vliet slightly under. Um, but if you want to get uh, your Celtics exposure ex- without going Tatum or Brown, uh, Kemba Walker's a pretty good guy to go with. And then we could pivot to the high expensive guy in this one, and that is Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, or Jay- or sorry about that, Jason Tatum. I'm already butchering. Uh, Jason Tatum had himself a big game two, scoring 34 points, uh, 55 DK points. And then he fell back to what he did in the game one, similar to that I now scored only 37 DK points in this one. If we're looking at his season average against Toronto, it's been a difficult matchup for him. He's averaging less than he averages uh, at a a normal per-game basis. He's averaging only 38.6 points per game in this matchup. Um, Toronto is a really good defense. Uh, They're they're number one scoring defense in the league. Uh, They pretty much do a lot of things that... Their, their defense pretty much does a lot of things that Jason Tatum's really good at. Uh, and they suppress threes and, and all that good stuff. So for 93, I'm going to uh, lay off him more than, than normal. You, you do have a Kawhi Leonard that you can pay up for, and that's where I would rather pay up for if I can. So I'm going to stay a little bit away from, from Tatum, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he went off again and he had a bounce back like he, he had in game two. But up to me, I'm I'm more leaning towards uh, the Kemba Walker side or the Jalen Brown for a, a solid discount. There, um, you can get Brown and then have that money left over and get Kawhi, and that's where I'd be looking for. Uh, and yes, segue right into Jalen Brown. So Jalen Brown, on the season, if you look at all his game logs and whatnot, he doesn't have the the big boom boom type potential. So he, if you look, he doesn't surpass 50 points. Uh, more than you'd think a guy with his talent would. He usually, he's more of a steady-paced guy that gets uh, a lot of, he, he, he'll he give you like 45, 47, but isn't booming to the 50s or 60s with regularity. Uh, I think he had uh, less than seven games over 50 in the season, but he is a very steady guy, and at 7,600, I think that's a really fair price for him. The last two games, he's outplayed that price even 5x. He's brought back 38 and 44 points. He's only scored 17, 16, and 19 actual points in these three series or in this uh, series on all three games, and he's still bringing back over 5x value as total. Uh, he's grabbing rebounds. He's grabbed 20 rebounds the last two games. He's had six blocks and three steals combined in the last two games. So he's getting things done other than scoring points. And I think um, he's going to start scoring a little more, more points this game. I think he drops over 20. And that gives me a safe, solid floor for him. And I I, I think his floor and, and that 1700 discount that you get instead of going Tatum, for me, I, I like that. And the same with... Kemba Walker you get a $1,300 discount there and you can spend uh wherever you want it elsewhere so I, I like those two guys more I wouldn't I'm not going to knock you like a as my buddy Mike says I'm not going to knock you if you like Tatum here because he has a superstar level talent um but I like that the little discount that you get and you can pay up for uh, the other guy in the next game as far as who else I like on this team the two big centers are both in play for me um Daniel Tice at 5500 I would lean towards Ibaka because of the upside but Tice is not bad as well he's gotten 30 39 25 and 22 dk points in the three games in the series he's played 25 30 and 30 minutes so he's getting a consistent role here he's playing more minutes than Ibaka would play he's a $400 discount and again he's not scoring points he's only scored um, 12 points total in the last two games. But he's grabbing rebounds. He's chipping in a couple assists. Uh, he's chipping in some stocks. So he his game is pretty well rounded. Um, he doesn't the upside is not huge, even though he had a big upside game in the first game. The upside's not. It's it's every so often that you'll see it. But uh, he has a safe floor. I uh, with with the roll, when you're getting 30 minutes for that and there's only four centers on the docket. Not bad. And the other guy, Robert Williams. He's not. He hasn't seen 20 minutes in any game this this series yet, but he's also in play at only 3,800. There's not many people, as I keep saying, with a two-game slate and everybody else, everybody getting a little bit of a price bump, kind of. There's not many people that you're going to find under 4K that are going to bring back value. Uh, he's brought back value in every game, 24, 17, 17. Uh, he's, he hasn't topped 20 minutes yet. 19 was his highest in the opener, but... He's proving to be a valuable player without um, a huge minute limit or a minute uh, <clears throat> huge rotation spot there. Um, he What he's doing is bringing you back 5 to 6x value at a very cheap price. Again, you're not going to expect 35 points from this guy. Uh, maybe not even 30, 25 might be a stretch. But if you can get 17 to 20, which he's been doing, seventeen even a couple extra than 20, that's a very good price for thirty-eight hundred. And then you got, then you could even if you wanted a Tatum, if you had extra money, you might be getting a Tatum and then getting a Kawhi because you're going with a Robert Williams, who very hard to find people under four K that are bringing back solid value there. Uh, so he's a guy that I'd be looking at, especially if you're not too thrilled with all these center options. I know at at the center position we have Jokic at ninety-five. If you don't want to spend all that for him after you saw the game one. Uh, then your second best option is Ibaka, Tice, Zubak, Gasol, uh, Paul Millsap, Montrezal Hero. If you don't like any of these guys, Robert Williams for 38, plug him in your center and then pay up elsewhere. Because there are a lot of guards, especially Toronto and Boston, a lot of guards on this, this slate that you're going to want to probably attack. Um, so he is definitely in play for me, and I, I really like him at that price. All right, so before we get into the next game... Uh, Let's talk about my book, you guys. If you haven't done it already, you might want to get on it as soon as possible. The NFL season is right around the corner. Uh, Next Thursday in, what, five days or so, uh, we will be having an NFL season back. The Texans at the Chiefs, and uh, then Sunday you got the games as well, and we're getting deeper into the uh, NBA playoffs, and MLB playoffs are coming up. Getting deeper in the NHL playoffs, uh, there's UFC, all this good stuff. Uh, tennis going every day, all this good stuff that's going on there. And go to my go to my bookie if you're if you're a gambling guy. Check out the uh, betting podcast that we have going on. You guys are doing a great job. Check out the betting podcast and go to my bookie. Enter the promo code hoopball. That's H O O P, B A L L. And then you get a hundred percent of your first deposit matched. Uh, you can't really beat that. <clears throat> and again, with the N- NFL right around the corner, you're going to want to get in there early and put in your future bets before uh, they get over with. Or uh, we all know that NFL is the biggest betting sport in the country, so it's no better time to do this than than now and get your get yourself ready for that. And then when you're done with that, if you guys. Uh, haven't heard our podcast before, or our new listener, or whatever the case may be. If you haven't checked out Manscaped yet, and checked out that lawnmower 3.0, just saw the commercial on it on TV the other day, actually today, uh, not too long ago, and <laughs> everything that they were saying, how how good it glides and and no scratch or whatever, uh, it is completely true. This thing is fantastic. It's the lawnmower 3.0. You can get it by itself, or you can get it on the perfect package 3.0. And uh, get twenty point. You they're having a sale right now anyway. But you can also get twenty percent more off on it if you enter the promo code hoopball twenty. That's H O O P B A L L two zero. And then uh, try it out for yourself. I can't recommend it enough. It, like it's absolutely fantastic. Yep. So let's get into this le- second game here, or the last game, whatever we want to call it. This is the. Denver Nuggets at the Los Angeles Clippers at is a subjective word. Uh, They're all in the bubble, as we know. The Nuggets are nine-point underdogs, and the over-under is 221.5. So this game is projected to be a lot higher of a scoring game than the last game, which makes sense because uh, two faster teams, two teams that... uh, Both good defenses, but the the other game has two of the top three defenses in the league. And so we'll see what happens here. Uh, As far as the injury report, the Clippers have nobody on the injury report right now. Uh, They haven't submitted it. It, We'll see what happens. At this moment in time, while I'm recording it, they don't have any submissions in there. Uh, But the Nuggets have Will Barton, who's again out, and uh, Ken Carr, that's out. Barton's a big name. He's not playing. But, um, yeah, that's all we have for you. Let's start with this Nuggets squad. Now, uh, This game also starts at 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And as far as the Nuggets squad we have, uh, we'll start with the two big guys here, uh, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. <clears throat> Coming off a Game 7 series where they came back 3-1, exerted a lot of energy. They only had one day of rest before game day again. One day off, and then they had game day. <laughs> and if you were watching after the game seven win, you heard Jamal Murray say, Whoa, when he was asked in an interview, he didn't realize that he said, Oh, we only, we only got one game off. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's the way the bubbles work, and you got to win your games a little quicker. So uh, you can kind of forgive them that, not totally, they got blown out, but you can kind of forgive them that they were drained. They're mentally, physically drained. Uh, and then they had to go right into this dominant Clipper team. Um, But we'll start with Jokic because he is 9,500, and we'll touch on Murray, too. He's also at 9,100. Jokic, to me, is not a bad play. Uh, So, so far on the season, he's averaging not as much as he usually does against other teams, but he's averaging 39 points in his four games against the Clippers. Uh, He only scored 22 points. He played 30 minutes last game. Obviously, if this game is closer... He's going to be playing more than thirty minutes. Maybe it was a good thing that they got a didn't have to force feed him there, and they can get more time off. But uh, I expect more rebounds from him. Expect more points, more minutes, uh, more more offense running through him. I I just expect a better game from the Nuggets. I can't imagine they're going to get blown out two games in a row to start the series. Uh, and and Jokic at ninety five is not a bad price. Uh, I I like him more than Tatum. I think he bounces back a little bit, but if we're going, if if we can only fit one big high price guy over 9K, K, I want Leonard more than him. But uh, if you can get both of them, then that's not bad. And there's not uh, as be there's not too many centers on a two games docket. I know I mentioned a couple people that you could pick for, but if you want a guy with the highest uh, obvious upside and highest obvious ceiling, it's Jokic. As far as Murray. I'm not as high on him as I was in the last series. They do have a lot of people that they can throw on him in this series. Uh, they have Paul George can guard him. When Beverly's there, he can guard him. Uh, they can throw Kawhi Leonard on him. A lot of people can guard him here as opposed to the Jazz. Um, and he, After he said he was so tired or like, oh, we only get that one game rest and his his reaction, the way he said it, uh, this guy's a little tired. He carried this team to where they are right now. So uh I for 91, that's a lot of money to pay for him. Again, I would rather go Jokic at that same price. Even even Tatum. I I, I said I would not be playing Tatum much, but if it's Tatum or Murray, I'll take Tatum. Uh so I'm I'm not gonna play too much Murray at ninety-one hundred. I, I just think that's uh, I, he was much better when, when when he was around 8k that was a lot better and obviously he deserved the big price bump he went he, he dropped 50 42 and 50 in, in a three game span um, but the last two games he's only had 29 total points scored 10 assists five rebounds uh he was what 12 of of 36 shooting and three of 14 from three i think he he exerted himself so much in that three game span that uh, it's kind of it's a little bit showing right now, but at ninety one hundred, I can I can pass on it here. Let's see who else we got here. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. This is a matchup that they need someone else to score if Murray's not scoring, if Jokic's not scoring. Uh, his price dropped all the way back down to fifty one hundred. I'm okay with that. He only took nine shots in the last game. Only played twenty three minutes. Again, this team lost by 23 points in the final score. They were just getting blown out from start to finish. Uh, I'm okay with this 5,100 price tag. I think he still has huge upside. They need someone else to score, especially if Murray's struggling or Jokic's struggling. This is more for him. I think this matchup suits him a little bit better. And at 51, I'm not afraid to take a chance on him. I dad. That's very cheap to, to throw him there. But again, they... Like I said, for Murray, they have people that they, they could throw on him. Porter has the same people that can get thrown on him. He can get a Paul George on him or a Kawhi Leonard. Uh, so that matchup there is not the greatest, but at 51, it's it's not a bad a bad gamble. And after seeing him play lately, his ownership's not going to be too high. So if he does have a big game, you're going to get a big leg up on on most people because of it. Outside of those guys... Not too many people I'm too much gravitating for. Uh, The the Clippers are just a really sound, deep team with a really good defense. Uh, But if I'm looking close, at 4K, Gary Harris is not bad to me. Uh, He's already played three games now, 21, 26, 24 minutes. So I think he's ready. If this game was closer last game, I think he was ready to play 30 minutes. Uh, Gary Harris playing 30 minutes at 4K great value he only scored 10 dk points last game uh, and he's he's still nearly he didn't really do much but that's almost bringing he, he's gonna get close to value if he can get 30 32 minutes which i think he's ready for uh and, then, and they definitely need him he's their he's their best defender especially on the wing so so they need him to play and him being healthy is good uh without will barton yes that he is their best wing defender um and I like that price tag for him. I just think it's very good for him. At 4K, again, you're not going to find many people that have pretty good upside at 4K. I, I mentioned Robert Williams at 38. Gary Harris has bigger upside if he's playing 30-plus couple, 30 plus minutes. Uh, maybe there's a lot more options at the guard position, but that's still very good value for him. So he's one of the few value guys I like here. Uh, Paul Millsap also had a pretty good game last game, scored 33 DK points. Only 24 minutes. Most people didn't really play that much because of the nature of the score and the nature of the blowout game. Uh, but he had 13 points, 9 rebounds. He only took 6 shots, but he had 5 stocks. The stocks are something that he used to be able to do a lot. Lately, he hasn't been doing it much. I mean, he is 35, 36 years old. So that won't. Uh, I, you can't bank on another 5 stocks from him, but he can bring back 20, 25 points to bring back value. If you're looking for a cheap guy to bring back value, just like I said for Marcus All, uh, Paul Millsap's in that range as well. I'm not going out on a limb and playing them everywhere, but if I'm around that range, those are two guys that have center eligibility. Have uh, Millsap has power forward eligibility as well. Uh, that at if I'm just looking for someone to hit value and not huge upside and playing it safe with, in a cash game or whatever, they're not bad options. And that's pretty much it for the Nuggets. Uh, this just is a very tough matchup for them, so I'm I'm if I'm going value or Gary Harris is really good value. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has that upside. Jokic over Murray for me, and then uh, Millsap if you're looking for a solid guy with a not so high ceiling but a, a decent floor. And then we're going to the the big team that just laid a beat down on on the Nuggets and uh, the Clippers. <clears throat> They have uh, Kawhi Leonard is the highest guy on this slate, and they have Paul George at 8.2. Kawhi Leonard at 10.4. It's a big price. Uh, that's his highest price in the playoffs. His highest price in a while. But at 10.4 on this slate, uh, I still like him. Uh, he dropped 29 points in 32 minutes last game. Uh, he just he didn't even get much many rebounds. He only grabbed two. We only had three assists. But he just crushed them if this game was competitive and he played 38 minutes uh and, and they needed him to do more he could have scored 55 65 dk points easily uh he was just he had his way with this team 12 of 16 from the field he did whatever he wanted i uh, i expect this game to be a little bit closer but Kawhi leonard is the best player for me on the night uh with with only four games i'm You you can make the money work. It's not really hard to only get – there's only one guy over 10K, and it's him. So you're not really – you shouldn't be strapped for cash too much. But uh, he's he's the easy play for me. I know he's going to be pretty chalky, and rightfully so. uh, But you need this guy on the slate. He looks locked in right now. And the way that he just had his way with this Nuggets team, you can't – it's going to be hard to make a lineup and have him not in it. Um, and we'll flip over to Paul George. The, I guess the only way, if you if you didn't want to get Kawhi Leonard exposure, you had to get Paul George exposure. Um, Paul George isn't a bad play either at 82. <clears throat> he had, what, uh, 36 DK points last game. He scored 19 points, 7 boards, 4 assists. I'd rather pay the 22 extra to get uh, Kawhi Leonard, and I, I know that's that ceiling and that floor are just there for him. They're safer, and it's higher for a ceiling. Uh, but Paul George is not a bad pivot if you're going in there. I, I think I prefer uh, those two Toronto guys and, and Kemba Walker in that same range. But uh, if, if you're not going Kawhi Leonard and you wanted to go Paul George, you can do that, and maybe you can get both of them. Uh, Paul George is probably could score 40 points again if this game's closer. Again, I, I prefer Leonard, but Paul George getting 40, 45 DK points and bringing back value is very attainable uh, in this in this matchup, especially when Gary Harris can only guard one person. And then we have Lou Williams. Lou Williams didn't need, didn't need him last game, and him or Marcus Morris they didn't really need too many people. Uh, Morris went off and scored 18, but uh, Lou Williams didn't really do much. You, they didn't need him at 6K. I'm um, not going to fully play him there. I I liked him more when he was at the the 40s in the 4K and in the, in the low 5K, 6K. You need him to score 30 points uh, with Leonard and and George there. It's attainable, yes, but it's a lot. the The floor isn't where I want it for that in that in that 6K range when there's so many good guards on this slate. Um, for Morris, not a bad option as well, but 54. Don't mind him. I. Would probably I would rather take my chances with a uh, I mentioned Michael Porter Jr. a lower owned guy who has that high upside who's going to be needed in this series rather take my chances with him uh, but Morris is pretty solid as well uh, then you have Z Zubak and the last couple people uh, between Zubach, Harold the two centers and then maybe if you wanted to pay Patrick Beverly me I'm I'm going to leave Beverly alone I think he's bigger name than he is value but again there's not many people uh under 4k that are going to bring back value and if you get stuck in this range he's the last two games he's brought 20 points and 19 points he only played 12 minutes last game he wound up scoring eight points and had six assists if he gets in the 20 minute range yeah that's pretty solid value but uh especially if this game gets out of hand or whatnot they're not going to rush him back. They want this guy to continue to get as healthy as possible. He only came back a couple. Uh, he played eight seventeen, and then he had a, a, a lot of time off, and then he played this game. So he's still getting his legs under him. But uh, I don't fully see him playing 30 minutes, so that's why I would rather have 400 extra to get a Gary Harris or Robert Williams since there's a lot, uh, a lot of other guards in this and the position eligibility. Eligibility. Helps me in that one. But as far as Zubak and Hero, they're always going to be stuck in that timeshare. Uh, we saw Zubak get 30, 33 minutes in that uh, closeout game six against Dallas. And he had 30 ga- or thirty minutes in, in game three against Dallas. But besides that, you don't really see him play that many minutes. He's never, he doesn't, That those are more outliers than they are normal. He doesn't play over 30 minutes like that um and his floor is is lower in this matchup against a jokic uh, i'd rather i'd rather lean towards Harrell cuz he's more athletic he can stay with jokic on the perimeter and whatnot and i think this is where Harrell separates himself a little bit and at the discount that you get with Harrell, the the uh the $500 discount i like that a lot For, at 43 i think Harold's a very good value I know he only played 19 minutes. He really hasn't, uh, speaking of minutes, he hasn't played uh, many minutes in this entire postseason. Uh, let's think he had over 20 minutes, two games in this entire uh, bubble. He missed most of the bubble, but entire postseason. But his upside is a lot bigger. Uh, just like last game, he had 19 minutes, but he scored 25 DK points. He took 11 shots, which it's going to be hard for him to always take 11. But he scored 15 actual points. I think he gets more than three rebounds. His ceiling is a little bit better than Ibaka's uh, or Zubac. I, I put their name in. I put his name in. Uh, Ibaka and and Zubaka, put Ibaka, um, but his his upside is a little bit better in this matchup. And for five hundred less, I I like him. Uh, he he's more athletic than a Zubac, and and you need that against a Joker. A Joker, Jesus. <laughs> um, so I I like Leonard. A hero, Beverly, not too bad with 36. Uh, but those are the guys I'm going gra- to gravitate more towards. Definitely Leonard, and I like I like me some uh, Montrezal hero in here. All right, uh, as a two-game slate, they go pretty quickly. Uh, you, I'm trying to touch on as many people as possible just because everybody's could be potentially in play. You only have four teams to choose from, two different games, and the, the pricing is, is the pricing. Uh, but, yeah, this is another edition of Hoopball DFS. You can, if you need any questions or concerns before your lineup locks, uh, definitely feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. You can reach out to me on at Santino Cocon. Uh, and look forward to seeing you guys again. I think Mike Apatria will be on here tomorrow, uh, possibly by himself. We'll see. But, um, yeah, have a good night, or good night, guys, and hope you guys win some money.